and gentlemen, welcome back to the Straight Chubb Fantasy Football Podcast. Except this time, we've got a little bit of a twist. This is the DFS edition. I'm Chris Kennedy. I'm going to be your host every single week for a DFS Straight Chubb Fantasy Football Podcast. It's something that we decided to add to the podcast to try to give you guys a little bit more content throughout the week. And that way you can have some fun playing some DFS. Now, just to give you a little bit of context here, the players and pricing that I'm mentioning will be for DraftKings specifically. Uh, they are plays that you can most likely play over on FanDuel, but because the scoring is a little bit different, these are the plays that I like specifically for DraftKings, mainly because they give you a full point PPR as opposed to FanDuel, which only gives you half point PPR. So every single week, I'm going to be giving you guys some of my favorite plays at every position. Some of the more well-known guys, you know, some of the higher priced players, but also some of the some of the value plays, you know, whether they're going to be high owned or not, at least it'll be able to save you some cash so that you can spend up elsewhere. All right. And again, there are different formats for DFS, whether you play in cash lineups, which are 50-50 and double up, or if you want to go and play those GPP contests, which usually pay out the top 25% maybe, and it's a little bit higher risk, but much more higher reward. So starting things off here, we're going to kick it off at the quarterback position. First guy we're going to talk about is Buffalo's own Mr. Josh Allen. Now, the one thing I love with, with picking quarterbacks in DFS specifically are quarterbacks that are dual threat quarterbacks, ones that are going to be able to get you points with their arm and also with their legs because you do still get those six points per rushing touchdown and the additional rushing yard points as well. So Josh Allen going up against the Miami Dolphins. I do think Allen is going to be one of the more higher priced or sorry, higher owned players this week, but for good reason. Going up against the Dolphins who have allowed just over 311 passing yards a game to go along with around 20 fantasy points per game to opposing quarterbacks. Right now, Josh Allen is scoring about 28 DraftKings points per game. And so for him to hit his value, he's priced just fine at $8,100 because in order for him to hit value in a GPP, he's going to have to score about 24, 25 points, and he's already averaging more than that. So I love Josh Allen here. He's going to be one of the more popular plays going up against the Dolphins defense that gives up the yardage that I just mentioned. They give up a really high touchdown rate. And their pass defense DVOA A rank right now is 26th. Now, for those of you who aren't quite sure what DVOA is, that's okay because a lot of people don't. It really is a it's a measure for you know combining not only opponents but also down and distance turnovers, things like that, to give you a more accurate and realistic view of what an opposing defense is looking like and how they defend the pass, how they defend the rush. It kind of gives you a little bit more of a, you know, of a clearer picture there. So that's a number that I use quite a bit when I'm looking at defense. Another guy here who probably might be the most highly owned player this week, that is going to be Mr. Jalen Hurts of the Philadelphia Eagles. He's priced at $7,200 over on DraftKings, and he's going up against the Detroit Lions. They're just one spot worse than the Miami Dolphins when it comes to pass defense DVOA. They're ranked 27th at the moment. They're allowing a completion percentage of 68%, where Jalen Hurts has certainly struggled for the most part, but this could be a get-right situation for him. Also, 
with the Detroit Lions. They've allowed a touchdown rate of just over 7%, which is the worst among all defensive teams on Sunday's main slate for DraftKings. On top of that, they're giving up 280 passing yards, and Jalen Hurts has been scoring 26 DraftKings points per game. He's currently the number two overall fantasy quarterback. Because he can do it with both his legs and a little bit there with his arm, I do think Hurts is going to be one of the more higher, highly owned players, but it is a nice little pivot or price break from the higher-priced Josh Allen. Now I'm going to give you guys a couple of value plays here that I really do like at the quarterback position. Guys who should be a little bit less lesser owned than Jalen Hurts and Josh Allen. And we're going to start with Mr. Sam Darnold of the Carolina Panthers. Right now he's priced at $5,600 going up against the Atlanta Falcons, who are the third worst defense when it comes to pass defense DVOA. They're also allowing a completion percentage of 71 on the season. Oh, and they're giving up the second worst touchdown rate of 7% right behind the Detroit Lions. Also, they're allowing about 23.4 fantasy points per game to opposing quarterbacks. Now, I know Darnold has had his struggles recently, but I do think this could be a really nice get-right situation for him. Going up against Atlanta, he's got DJ Moore. Robbie Anderson is still that deep threat guy who, you know, we, I do think he could certainly bounce back. Unfortunately, no CMC, but Chuba Hubbard has certainly been doing his, his part for the most part there. But again, at $5,600, I think Donald's a fine pivot to save some money, spend up elsewhere. Final play quarterback that I like this week is Mr. Teddy two gloves himself, Teddy Bridgewater, Denver Broncos. Again, this is another guy who has struggled a little bit, but I think he's another guy who's going to be in a good get-right situation. He's 5,400, just a couple hundred less than Sam Darnold, and he gets back Jerry Judy this week. So it adds to the offensive weaponry that he already has with Cortland Sutton and Noah Fant and, of course, Melvin Gordon and Javante Williams. Right now, Bridgewater and the Broncos, they're going against the Washington football team. And this isn't the same Washington football team that we've been accustomed to seeing last year. They're almost dead last in pass defense DVOA at 29th. Right now, Bridgewater, he's been really accurate. He's completed 70% of his passes, and Washington's allowing 60% completion rate to opposing quarterbacks, along with a 6.8% touchdown rate, meaning they're giving up a lot of touchdowns. They're also giving up 311 passing yards per game, Oh, and 24 fantasy points per game, two opposing quarterbacks. So at $5,400 and one of the lesser, probably the probably lesser owned players for this week, I think Teddy Bridgewater is a fine candidate, you know, for you to be able to spend down and, you know, spend up a little bit elsewhere, like I mentioned earlier with Sam Darnold. All right, guys, we're going to move over to running backs right now, okay? Top guy for me this week is going to be Austin Eckler as far as the price is concerned. I know we could go with Derrick Henry, Alvin Kamara, you know, Najee Harris. Eckler is going up against at 7,900, going up against a New England Patriots team that has really struggled defensively for the most part this year. They're giving up 91 rushing yards a game and 59 receiving yards per game, along with six and a half receptions. So if Eckler isn't being used as much on the ground, he's still a great viable option as a receiver. He's someone right now that's getting about 17 touches a game. He's not on the ton on the field a ton, but he's been very, very efficient with the touches that he has been getting. And when he they get inside the five yard line with the Chargers, 
Eckler's seeing 100% of the carries. So far this season, he's had four or five carries inside the five, and he scored on three of those. Love the efficiency with Eckler, 7,900. Well, we probably won't be as high owned as some of these other guys that I mentioned, so he's someone to keep an eye on. Next guy down with pricing is DeAndre Swift of the Detroit Lions. The Lions have been a little bit of a mess so far this year offensively and, well, let's be honest, defensively, but they're going up against the Eagles. Um, I do think that this is a great situation for Swift because not only are the Eagles giving up 117 yards on the ground to running backs, they're also giving up seven receptions per game to opposing running backs and about 30 fantasy points per game. So this is a situation, again, like Eckler, where Swift should be able to absolutely eat in that receiving game for Detroit. $7,100, love the play right here. Other guy right here, he's probably my favorite play of the day, and he's most likely going to be everybody's favorite play. But the one thing to keep in mind when it's coming to running backs and ownership and projected ownership is I don't mind eating the chalk with running backs because they're the ones who have the highest upside that will usually get you the most points. I do love, I'm fine with just, you know, having having a higher owned guy at running back because you know he's going to have a safer floor. And this guy right here at 6,500, Daryl Henderson of the Rams. You guys, going up against the Houston Texans, this game right now um, has a higher implied total. The Rams have a team implied total of just over 31 points. And the Texans have just been abysmal against the run. Um, right now, they're allowing 127 rushing yards per game to opposing running backs. And Henderson's been on the field for a lot of his team's snaps. He's seeing 81% of the snaps. He's getting 19 touches per game. Um, he's getting 15 receptions. He's being used in both the running game and the passing game. Absolutely love this. I think it's a smash spot for Henderson. Again, he's going to be highly owned. But like I said earlier, I don't mind eating that chalk. We're going to go down to some value plays here. And there are new, the news that just broke today is that Miles Sanders of the Philadelphia Eagles is being put on IR. He's going to be missing three games, which makes Kenneth Gainwell the lead back for the Philadelphia Eagles. And this week, he's priced at just $5,000. I absolutely expect him to be the highest owned, if not top three highest owned running backs of the week. And for good reason. He's going up against the Lions, you guys. And as I mentioned earlier, the Lions have been an absolute mess. Um, one thing that I love with Gainwell and the matchup is that the, uh, the Lions have been giving up 105 rushing yards. Gainwell has been doing most of his work, though, through the air as a receiver, but he'll be able to kind of get a little bit of both so far this week. Other thing with Gainwell, he has six red zone targets on the season. So when they're inside that 20, Hertz is looking for him, and I absolutely love that. Uh, another thing to mention about Detroit, they're giving up over 31 and a half fantasy points per game. So if you went with Gainwell and Henderson as your two starting running backs, you know, for your lineups this week, just know most everyone else is going to have that same combination, but should be well worth it. A nice little pivot that I like off of Gainwell. I don't love his upside as much, but for a hundred dollars less at 4,900, you can go with Michael Carter of the New York Jets. He's clearly been the number one back for the Jets this season. Um, he is going up against the Bengals team, who has been pretty stout against the run. But what we saw with Michael Carter in college last year at North Carolina was how he was used in the receiving game. That's something that I love, and that's something that Cincinnati hasn't been very good against. 
They're giving up 48 receiving yards a game and almost eight receptions a game to opposing running backs. So I don't expect Carter to have a big game on the ground, but I think through the air, especially where DraftKings gives you that full point PPR, I think Carter can certainly help return value that way. So a nice pivot off of the higher owned Kenneth Gainwell. That's what I've got for running backs. We're going to jump over to wide receiver now, you guys. And as I mentioned at quarterback with Josh Allen, I think a great stack and pair would be his guy, Stefan Diggs. Diggs is probably going to be one of the higher owned players this week at wide receiver. Going up against the Dolphins, though, the Dolphins have been allowing 43 fantasy points per game to opposing wide receivers. And while Diggs has been off to a little bit of a slow start, I still love the matchup. I think this is a great bounce back spot for him. He's got 12 red zone targets on the season, averaging two per game. It's really that touchdown, you know, work for him that hasn't been there. He only has two on the season, but he's got a ton of air yards. He's got plenty of target share. He's seen 26% of his team's target share. He's running the routes, so I'm perfectly fine with paying that 8100 price tag for Diggs because I do think that he bounces back. If you don't want to go with Diggs, go with his buddy Manny Sanders at 5400 um, This is this game right here. You know The Buffalo Bills have an implied team total of just under 32 points, and so I think Sanders is a great pivot off of $5,400 because Sanders had that one big game a few weeks ago, but he's being targeted downfield which is an absolute huge thing, especially for DFS, because it gives teams a chance to hit that big home run. Again, going up against the Dolphins, both Sanders and Diggs are going to have their share of targets, and I think Sanders is a great pivot at 5400 We're going to jump back up to a higher price, another player I love this week, Chris Godwin of the Tampa Bay Bucks. Implied team total of 28 points. They're playing in the Dome at New Orleans, so... This is going to be a high-scoring matchup, I think, you guys. I know Gronk is going to be back. He's been cleared to play, but Godwin is still going to be a main target. He's getting 15 red zone targets this season, which is actually tied for the most of all wide receivers on the main slate. He's running 43 routes per game, which is actually number one among all wide receivers on this slate. The target share hasn't been great. It's just under 20%, but... I do love that they're going against the Saints who are giving up 40 fantasy points per game to opposing wide receivers. So love Chris Godwin at this price at 6,400. I think he absolutely should return value for you. Uh, Another value play that I really like here, T Higgins, Cincinnati Bengals. I know Jamar Chase has been the number one guy and he absolutely should be, but Higgins is going up against the Jets. Now the Jets have held their own in the secondary but I love the, the projected total for the Bengals of 26 points, even though they're on the road. Higgins is still seeing about eight and a half targets a game. The touchdowns haven't been there, but he's still seeing about, about one red zone target a game. So he's still getting involved in that area. And he's seeing 27% of the team's target share. So while Jamar Chase may be getting all the numbers, targets are still going to Higgins, seeing just over eight and a half a game. So at $5,200, Higgins is another kind of mid-priced option that I like there. Now, there are a couple of uh, kind of throwaway plays or punt plays, as people call them, at wide receiver, especially if you want to save some money and spend up for some of these other guys. Van Jefferson of the Rams at 3900 and Amon Ross St. Brown of the Detroit Lions, also $3,900. Jefferson has a little bit more of a scoring opportunity here because he's playing on the better offense, going against the weaker defense. Um, he has scored three touchdowns on the year 
and he's getting about 14 yards per reception. So he's definitely making it happen, especially after the catch, which I love. And he's being targeted downfield a lot more. So Jefferson would be my number one punt option. Amon Ross St. Brown is kind of that secondary play there. But I do like Van Jefferson as a cheap, cheap option. That's what I've got for wide receivers. We're going over to tight end here. All right. Got a few plays here, some higher price guys, and also a couple of lower, cheaper punt plays as well that still have good matchups. First guy here is TJ Hawkinson, Detroit Lions going up against the Eagles. $5,400. He's $900 less than Kyle Pitts, which a lot of people are going to be gravitating towards because of what he's done in his last two games. And he's finally, Pitts is finally becoming that player we all knew he would be coming out of Florida. Hawkinson, still loving this guy though. He only has a couple of touchdowns, but he has six red zone targets and he's going against an Eagles defense that's allowing 55 receiving yards a game two opposing tight ends, and they've allowed the most touchdowns to tight ends with six. The other thing is they're giving up just over 13 fantasy points a game to tight ends. So at 5,400, I do like TJ Hawkinson. Um, I don't think he's going to be as high owned as some of these other guys. So if you don't mind spending up a little bit, he's a good guy to target. Um, I know I've mentioned a lot of Rams today, but we're going with Tyler Higby here uh, with the Houston <laughs> against the Houston Texans here. $4,500 and going up against the Texans defense that has just been abysmal they've allowed just as many receiving touchdowns to tight ends as the philadelphia eagles at six but they've allowed 66 receiving yards per game to opposing tight ends along with 20 fantasy points per game um, right now higby's killing it in the red zone he's gotten 12 red zone targets which is the most among all tight ends on the main slate and he's running about 30 routes per game which means he's on the field a lot he's seeing a ton of the snaps and he's also just there even if he isn't getting as many targets as, say, a Robert Woods or a Cooper Cup, of course. But at tight end, he's still getting the job done, and I think he's a great price right now at 4500 This is a guy that you may not have expected me to say, and he's also a guy that I didn't expect me to say. But since week four, this guy is the number four overall fantasy tight end, and that's Mr. CJ Uzoma of the Cincinnati Bengals, you guys. Right now, he's only $3,700, all right? Yes, he's only averaging about three targets a game, but he's getting 15 yards per reception, eight and a half yards after the catch per reception, meaning that he's not relying on uh, a large target share in order to get the work done. Oh, and he's got five touchdowns on the season, which is the most among all tight ends in the main slate. He's not getting targeted in the red zone as much as I would like, but that's okay because he's playing the Jets. The Jets have allowed 71 receiving yards per game to opposing tight ends. And I know I mentioned Higgins earlier at the wide receiver position. I love me some CJ Uzoma at 3,700. One of the higher priced guys, if not, you know, probably the highest, uh, not priced, but owned players at tight end, at least for a punt play at 2,800, Dan Arnold of the Jacksonville Jaguars. He's going to be getting some love this week. The Jags are definitely a, a bit of a mess. And when I say a bit, I mean like a whole crap ton, but he has gotten tar 26 targets on the season, about four per game, all right? He's getting 12 yards per reception, so he's definitely making the most of his limited opportunities. Um, I like him here because he's going against Seattle. Seattle's not terrible against the tight end. They're not great, but they are giving up 16 and a half fantasy points a game to opposing tight ends, and at 2,800, that's a hell of a deal. The other guy I'm going with here is Jonu Smith of the Patriots. Recently, it's kind of been the, the Hunter Henry show at tight end, but Jonu Smith has still gotten 30 targets on the season. 
He's getting eight yards after the catch per reception, and he's gotten eight red zone targets still, which is more than Hunter Henry. So at a punt play at 2,800 against the Chargers, who have been giving up 68 uh, receiving yards per game to tight ends, along with four total touchdowns and 15 fantasy points per game. I think Johnu Smith is a fine pivot. He's not going to be highly owned if owned at all, really. Um, so if you're in a big GPP, kind of like the Millie maker, I think Smith could be, you know, a nice play there. I'm going to touch on a couple of defenses here, um, you know, because DraftKings, you do have to start a defense. So the top two teams that I like this week are Cincinnati and San Francisco. The Bengals going up against the Jets. All right. Cincinnati's the number five overall uh, defensive team as far as DV DVOA is concerned. They're going against, going against the Jets team that's allowed 12 giveaways, 20 sacks allowed, and 13 fantasy points allowed to the opposing team. While Cincinnati doesn't have a lot of turnovers this year, they are getting after the quarterback with 19 sacks. So I think Cincinnati at 3,600 is a nice pivot from the higher price plays like the Rams, who are 5,100. If you want to go $100 less, take a look at the 49ers against the Bears. The Bears have allowed 26 sacks so far this season. And while the Niners haven't really gotten after the quarterback, the Bears O-line is so bad that I think they could give up some opportunities there. So I think the Niners are a fine choice at 3,500. If you want to completely punt this position, save some money, go with the Washington football team at 2,100. Yeah, they haven't looked great. Their defense hasn't been very good at all, but they're playing the Broncos, all right? The Broncos have allowed... 21 sacks on the season, and they're allowing 10 fantasy points per game to their opponents as a defense. So $2,100, I'm fine with going with the Washington football team as a punt, you know, if you don't want to spend up for some of those other defenses there. So that's all I got for you guys. Those are some of my top favorites DFS plays for this week's over DraftKings. We're going to be doing this every Friday. Every Friday, we're going to be dropping a new episode for you uh, over here at Straight Chubb to give you guys some of my favorite DFS plays. And we're going to be continuing this for the rest of the season. So that's all I got for you guys. I hope you guys have some winning lineups. I hope you cash. I hope you see some green screens, all of that good stuff. So for the fantasy headliners, I'm Chris Kennedy. You can find me over on Twitter at Vineyard Remedy. And I hope to see you guys there. I'll talk to you guys in week nine. Take care. <laughs>